0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome into On The Pace on this Thursday here on Sky Sports Radio. Great to have you joining us as we head to Penrith this evening for eight races for our New South Wales Harness Racing venue for this Thursday. The first gets underway at 6.24 before we roll along to a big Friday with three meetings in total Newcastle in a Friday afternoon time slot and they kick off uh, tomorrow afternoon with the six horse two year old race as well which is always exciting. Then we roll along to Albury Cup night they have the Albury Murray Cup as that $60,000 feature tab open with a market as we speak but even aside from that a really good night of racing all in all. Eight races that Albury Cup is the last. There's also a Trotters Cup and several other real highlights as well as of course plenty of great musical acts. So if you're wanting to head long to Albury tomorrow night, make sure that you secure your ticket it is a free event but it is a ticketed event so head to the Carnival of Cups website to secure your spot and parks also race tomorrow evening before we roll along to Menangle on Saturday night for uh, Simpson Memorial Night it's just a great car to racing all in all though every race has a a really top quality runner or two at least amongst it uh, with the Carnival really well and truly on our doorstep we went to Bathurst last night speaking of two year old races uh, the first two year old race there was staged last night and the swift one, a filly by Renaissance Man for Daryl Dwyer and Mitch Turnbull. She was successful there, running a pretty sharp closing half as well 28 3, 28 1. So she's up and rolling nice and early. She'd actually had a start. Only a few days prior at Blaney taking on the older horses, but uh, start two win number one for that filly. So uh, it certainly feels like the Gold Crown Carnival is rapidly approaching with several two-year-olds up and about. Speaking of Bathurst last night, Luke McCarthy trained a double with Snow Hunter, and also a little later on, uh, Chicago Bart getting the job done. Jack Callaghan steering both, and Luke's our guest for on the pace this morning because there is plenty of territory to cover. Good morning, Luke. How are you? Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, good morning, Brittany.
0: It was a good night last night at Bathurst. A couple of winners just on them. Uh, Snow Hunter, a, a new addition to the stable. She looked pretty good in a heat of that Star Trek series, and uh, you would expect she's going to be pretty. Hard to be on that performance.
1: Yeah, we're really happy with her. She she trolled quite good at Menangle last week. Britain ran a good, you know, good twenty six three quarter on the end of it. And um, Jack actually came up with the idea to take it to the Star Trek you know, the heat and final. It's quite good money, and she's lately assessed. So you know, you think she'd only get better from from having that that race start under her belt.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, there's going to be that final uh, to be staged next week so good money and there's also a bonus attached if a horse is to win a couple of those features in the Bathurst area over the next few months so she's on the right path and uh the three-year-old chicago bart he made it two from two today he's progressive he's been pretty well looked after you certainly haven't bustled him but uh, he looked very sharp there last night proving that he's quite versatile after coming off cover at his first start so is he on a new south wales derby campaign
1: yeah, we, we think so, Brittany. We sort of weren't getting carried away and just sort of let him just see how he went last night. But we've always really liked the Colton. I mentioned to you in an interview before, he had a bone chip in the knee as a two-year-old, so that's sort of why he was very lightly raced last year. And that's all really good now. And, you know, second start, second win, and he looked very impressive. Jack said he just travelled really strong through the line. So off that run, you know, he'd be ability-wise, he might he not might be seasoned enough you know, to handle the derby against some sort of real season colts, But I think ability-wise, you know, he's worth definitely having a shot with
0: All right, those uh, heats to be staged a fortnight from Saturday and and many of the horses going around in the Simpson Memorial on Saturday night are also heading in that direction. You've got runners over the next three days, so we'll touch on many of them to Penrith tonight and Monsieur Delacour goes around with Harrison Ross taking the five-point concession. Uh, Was down the line last time out, but super consistent prior to that. A bit of a tricky draw, but it's the sort of race that probably any of them can win.
1: Yeah, I, I give him a really good chance, Brittany. His form's been good at Penrith, and just JD's been driving him. He's been in the chair and run some really good races. She's a bit unlucky last start. Have, you know, went back and they just couldn't get into the race. And she's got her own horse in the race tonight, so she couldn't drive him. So Harry uh, picked up the drive, and I, I think it'd be hard to beat.
0: All right, a good push there tonight for Monsieur Delacour. Also tomorrow at Newcastle, you're sending a couple of the old stages there for the last race, Altra Orlando and Malcolm's Rhythm. You'd expect they'd both be pretty competitive. They're high-quality horses looking for a little bit of form, but this looks the right race to strike it.
1: Yeah, just they fitted the race up there and just sort of drops a few of the Saturday team off, um, you know, at this time of year when it's you know, as you know, the fields are so strong in any division. So, um, you know, just try and go up there and hopefully earn some money for the connections.
0: Altra Orlando's been such a great horse for the stable. He's earned over a a million dollars. He's not racing badly, though, is he? You might look at his form and think that maybe he's dropped off a little bit. But when you consider only a few starts ago, he broke 150 himself. Uh, He's still racing well, the old boy.
1: Yeah, and he, he was down the track Saturday and... He actually was the fastest last half of any runner in the free-for-all. So, yeah, on the clock, he's still good. Um, Yeah, certainly looks a winnable race for him.
0: That's tomorrow afternoon, race number nine, the last ultra Orlando, looking the best of the hopes. And then Saturday night, a really busy night. So you kick things off in race number two with Spirit of Arion. We spoke to Jack a couple of weeks ago about this horse and he mentioned he was pretty disappointing on return late last year, but you gave him a freshen up and he's returned. And both of his efforts subsequent to that have been really smart. Looks as though he's back on the right track.
1: Yeah, we we actually gelded him great. He sort of, yeah you know, his attitude wasn't, um, 100% into race mode and since he's been gelded, he's come back and won two for two and he's going really well, very tough field like you said, lose dream and a couple of ones, sort of very handy field but you know, I would definitely rate him in the top three or four
0: What about the 2300? I've looked at this race a couple of times and there's not a lot of exposed form for a few of these nice four year olds over the distance how do you expect him to handle it?
1: Yeah, I, I, there's not really in Australia, but I guess a lot of these kiwi imports have raced over the you know, the
0: ten furlongs and further
1: since they were two, so most of the New Zealand horses you know, they they'll handle it for one.
0: That's race two over to race number three, and the croupier goes around here. I, I think this horse is flying, and he's just in that tough grade where he has to basically take on the free for all each and every week. He's dropped out of that, but there's plenty of real, really, really free for all types in this as well. But I'm not sure he could be racing any better. This horse.
1: Yeah, he just turns up every week and runs a good race, and usually once he drops down into the condition race, he kicks up a win or yeah, always placings, but. As you mentioned, good field, hot and treacherous is you know, first up from that in the Minion campaign. He, he looks terribly hard to beat, but I'd say Crook could definitely run a place
0: He's got a nice draw. We know he's got plenty of gate speed. Do you allow Bailey to, to let him stride off the gate early on to get into a spot?
1: Yeah, Bailey just drives him however he wants and he does have good gate speed, so I'd imagine he'd want to be sort of heading forward and make sure he's in a handy slot.
0: Race number four, Don Hugo goes around here. What did you make of his first up run? He went to Newcastle. The time was really solid on the board. You obviously have a nice enough opinion of this horse because he's raced in some deep enough contests throughout uh, his career in the stable. But again, a strong race better be the best is lining up here. But uh, how much improvement do we see from start one, start two, this prep?
1: Yeah, I think, Ellen improve again Greg had only had one soft trial and went to Newcastle Jack actually nearly got tipped out on the first corner and then he's ended up parked in 52 burst up from a spell and he only just got beat so you'd think he'd naturally improve from the run fitness wise and and um, he's come up with a good draw so I'd, I'd expect him to be yeah, right there
0: with not such a good draw as Ravishing Sloy in the Simpson Memorial, but he's a top quality horse as he won six from 10 as a two-year-old and seen to at the back end of the year really start to hit his straps. He always showed plenty of ability, but uh, he was in the zone late in the year when he was able to go through the uh, Breeders Challenge Regional Series and win that final. He's had a, a trial in preparation for Saturday night. I'm sure that you would have liked a kinder of draw, but in saying that, uh, he's a pretty high quality youngster this.
1: Yeah, he goes really good. He's just a nice developing type. And Jack drove him at the trials the other day and was thrilled with the way he went around. And, yeah, tricky draw, but there looks to be a lot of speed inside us and he's very versatile. So, you know, if we can just sort of float into a a handy enough position, then I'm sure he's getting home really well.
0: The Simpson Memorial this year uh, has the... Winner basically exempt from ballot out of the New South Wales derby. They don't have to take on the heat. So Just looking at the program for the three-year-olds, it's probably a little tough to, to again get a line on how they're going to run out at a derby troop because with the change to uh, the carnival, so to speak, there used to be a three-year-old race over a bit of distance. I can't see it now, but he did trial over the 2300. So heading forward, it, it was clearly a big tick out of that trial, judging by Jack's reaction.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jack was really happy with him, and look, them quality horses—they run any distance, so I don't think that will be a problem. And yeah, just be nice to get a couple of runs, or at least this run into him before the Derby heats come around.
0: That's a feature on Saturday night, the Simpson Memorial Race Number 5. Two runners in the fast-class Bondi lockdown and Spirit of St. Louis. Firstly, on Bondi lockdown, I thought he was great last week. I'm sure that would have done his confidence a world of good and probably yours as well because it had an up-and-down campaign, but he was well and truly back to his best despite being defeated last week. So, uh, very good going forward to the carnival.
1: Yeah, look, I'm really happy with him, Brittany. I, he won first up from the spell, went went really good then I I drove him bad his next two I sort of tried to get to the fence you know just try and sit on high. Oh, my name's Jeff then the next time I got called park and then the next time I should have went and been parked and I wasn't so I, dro- I drove him bad and then but then his next start would come out and he's run a really good race and his last 100 metres was just super so he's, he's onwards and upwards
0: how does uh, Saturday Night play out? Because it's a really strong race. We've got some speedsters drawn down low, line-up Firefox, and then Rock and Roll Dozer there as well. And then you've got horses like Spirit of St. Louis and South Coast, Darden, drawn to your outside. I'd expect they're going to go along a little bit. So I'm sure you'd love him to, to find some nice cover somewhere.
1: Yeah, he seems to go, like I know I crossed them from out wide the other night, but if you can just lob into a into the running line and, and they go, the quicker they go the better for him, so you know, if he can just be sitting in the pack there handy you know he always gets up the straight really good
0: The fact that he's racing this week, does that mean he's not heading to Newcastle? Is any of your team of fast class horses likely to head in that direction next Friday night?
1: Yeah, d- I definitely can't find a better man um, He's Work's been super. Like his first up run at angle when he run, comes from last and run third. Like he smashed the clock. We were really disappointed he wasn't in Nine a Couple. I think at worst he ran third all day. But his work's been good since. So we're looking forward to Newcastle with him.
0: Right, of course, uh, we're expecting Leaked faint head in that direction, but can't find a better man. Does have a victory over him. and spirit of St. Louis, he went to the Hunter Cup. He wasn't far from them. I thought his first up run was exceptional. And again, he's got a wide draw to overcome here, but uh, probably he's in the same boat as Bondi Lockdown. He won't know himself if he gets a a really nice trip off a hot tempo. He loves Menangle.
1: Yeah, he's going good. He's... Yeah, just had a tricky draw in the Hunter Cup Still in a good race to start before that I, I thought it was probably as good a run as he's put in Since he won the Ballarat Cup And ran second to King in the Hunter Cup That went through that campaign So look, we're really happy with, with how he's going And a bit of a tricky draw this week But, um, you, you know, he, he never runs a bad race
0: Three runners in race number seven on Saturday night Danger Zone, Major Perry, and Roll Up. Uh, Major Perry, definitely the intrigue runner. Speaking of Leap to Fame, this guy placed behind Leap to Fame in a New South Wales derby a few seasons ago. He's well travelled. He's a former Kiwi who's been to Perth and now joins your stable. You've chosen to stick with him. He's clearly a talented type. What do you expect from Major Perry first up on Saturday?
1: Yeah, really like him. Expecting to run a really good race. He's had a nice trial at Menangle last week, and he's he's obviously a class horse. You know, he's had form around some really good horses, and you know, he probably just didn't suit Gloucester Park. So the you know the connections decided to send him across you know, the race at Menangle, and yeah, he's worked really good, and I, I think he'll run a really good race.
0: You've picked up the drive on Promise Land in the Mayor's race. That looks a strong one, and you've got two runners in the last: the Trot Travel Bug, and you're aboard Constantinople, who is back in winning form uh, last time out. He's racing really well, Constantinople. So is he a horse that you consider for a, a hammerhead tilt uh, come miracle mile night if he's still in that same sort of form in a few weeks' time?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I was thrilled with him on Saturday night, and he's just sort of worked right back up to peak fitness now. I'd expect him to go even better this week and, you know, and then try and step up and race against the better horses, obviously just believe in Anton's guy class above us, but I'm sure he wouldn't be out of of sorts in that sort of race to run a play.
0: Just on I guess other stable runners, I'm sure it's going to be a really busy time for you over the next few weeks with all of these feature races. Expensive Ego, we saw him back at the trials a couple of weeks ago, so where's he at?
1: Yeah, he's, he's had a, we've brought him up really slow, Brittany, and he's had a couple of trials and you know, a couple of good workouts. I was, I was really happy with his work yesterday. And he sort of told us, you yeah, know, let us know through his work that he's, he's ready to go. So he'll line up next Saturday night at Meningo.
0: We heard during the week that Spirit of St. Louis is heading to the Nullarbor race. That he ran a really narrow second in last week. Uh, the Carnival of Miracles is clearly your, your major focus at the moment, but is there any chance that another runner or two from your stable will either head in that direction or to Cambridge for the race by Grins?
1: Possibly, um, maybe Batterman or, or Ego if they were flying, and just let them sort of tell us how they come up over the next, yeah, you know, the next month and. You know, Lewis will suit the Park he gets around any size track but I, I wouldn't see any point in taking two to Perth but perhaps if one of them other two were going really good you'd consider going to New Zealand
0: yeah, It's exciting time so many great races in the next couple of weeks and months if you've got a, a top quality horse there's certainly plenty of money on offer really appreciate your time and uh, comprehensive update as well this morning Luke, best of luck over the next few days and particularly during the carnival as well, appreciate you joining us
1: no Thanks, Brittany.
0: Luke McCarthy joining us this morning for On The Pay. So a very, very busy time for the Cobbety Equine team. Horses here, there and everywhere and high quality stock as well. We, uh, In terms of the Carnival of Miracles, when you think of uh, names that will be prominent, McCarthy is certainly right at the top of that list and uh, certainly with a, a very strong probably three-year-old team as well as open-class team. Uh, they're going to be major players in many of those feature races over the coming weeks but Ravishing Sloy heads to Menangle on Saturday night. First up as a favourite in the feature there, the $50,000 RC Simpson Memorial. The first of nine races from Menangle on Saturday night gets underway at 6.13. So today we head to Penrith Well tonight in fact we head to Penrith, the first there at 6.24. Tomorrow morning you can find some winners from just After 10.30 with Michael Geerham here on Sky Sports Radio.